welcome to the Situation Report for July 25th, 2023. It's Lieutenant Colonel Murray. And you can probably feel it by now, or at least you can feel the shift, not just in the, the cultural narrative, but you can feel the shift in the culture in general. And what I'm talking about is there's been a subtle shift in the culture of the country that I think most people missed over the last last couple of weeks. And that shift is the American public is tired of the trans, gay, and lesbian narrative. They're tired of the, the whole push to go after your children. And they're waking up to the fact that this really is all about going after children. And get away from sound of music or sound, the sound of freedom and the associated hype around that. I'm talking about average Americans are tired of the narratives and they're wholesale now starting to boycott Hollywood, boycott Disney, and boycott a lot of the institutions that have propagated the lie for the past two years. And then at the same time, they're starting to question things they're seeing in the news that don't add up. Case in point. Why are so many people around the Clintons dying? Yesterday, one of the chefs that cooked for Obama was dead in his former estate, quote unquote, former estate. I love how they they tag the narrative with he doesn't live there now. They found the dead body of a sous chef that cooked for him at the White House. Gay lover? Probably. But most people are starting to question what they're seeing, and they're starting to realize that they're being gaslighted. Now, the average American doesn't realize that the enemy's moving at break break breakneck pace, and the whole intent of what the enemy's doing right now. And by enemy, I mean parasitic elite, child molesting elite, corrupt Washington politicians psychopathic oligarchs like Elon Musk racing towards trying to instill digital currency in this technocracy, which is not going to work out for them. It's just not. They're trying as hard as they can to instill all these control systems. That's what Starlink's for. That's what moving Twitter to X is for. That's what the, the spending in DC is all about to run the economy out. They want to do exactly what they did in Sri Lanka. They want to run the country out of resources. They want to introduce the social scoring system through these QR codes. And then they want to they want to usher in universal basic income. Now, let's not kid ourselves. There's a certain important portion of the population that's going to go along with this no matter what, because they want free shit. And those people that want free shit are going to sign up for free shit regardless of what you tell them. I know four or five of them right now that it's generational. They've been indoctrinated into the system of accepting things from the system and accepting the system as it is. Look at how many people and look at the job market right now. Part of the COVID operation was to indoctrinate an entire generation into accepting and not working through UBI, 
And they did it through unemployment. They did it through subsidies via COVID money. And granted, it might have been a drop in the bucket compared to what other people got. But at the end of the day, they established three classes in America. The top 1%, which they want to own everything. The middle tier, which is barely hanging on right now. And then the lower strata that's willing to go on UBI because they don't want to work. <clears throat> and I'm discounting the tier of drug users and drug abusers that are all in that that strata that are, let's just say, too far gone. And I'm not talking about the military. I'm not talking about specific sectors. I'm just talking about financial demographics. They've destroyed the middle class over the last 30 years, and it's on purpose. The whole the whole critical race theory and all that nonsense that's going on in the military, it's about one thing and one thing only. It's about destroying the operational capability of the military. There's a there's a word that we used to words we used to use, good order and discipline. The reason why you have good order and discipline in the military is so that you fight without question. And you follow orders without question, especially in combat arms units. The whole intent of critical race theory and putting all these, these gay retards in these key positions and senior leadership positions and ESG officers and diversity officers, it's all about building a political system. And if you look at what Stalin did in the 1930s, he basically purged his military of anybody that could have, could have opposed him, which is what they're doing right now. Now, here's where their plan falls apart. They've put so much emphasis into trying to convince the American public and gaslight the American public that all these things are acceptable. They missed one key detail. And that is most Americans love their country. Most of the planet loves the United States. They want to come here because of the opportunities that were presented over millenniums, literally the last 250 years, the opportunity in the United States has been far greater than any other country on the planet. And people have flocked here for those opportunities and for the freedoms. They're not going to give that up and hand it over to a bunch of child molesting Eurofags. Sorry, not going to happen. Now, several interesting things that are going to play out over the next six to 12 months. First is the IRS. The IRS has been given sweeping authorities, and they've been given through Kevin McCarthy and his his uniparty, which he's a member of the uniparty. He's not a conservative. He's not a Republican. They didn't defund the 87,000 IRS officers. And the Trump tax cuts end next year. But it was a graduated system where they lowered taxes for the first four years, and then they steadily increased taxes for the next three. We're in the first year of increase. You're going to see people lose their stuff. Like, I haven't paid taxes this year. I haven't paid my business taxes, and I haven't paid my income taxes because I know I'm going to buy a, a missile with it. So I've delayed it, mainly because I haven't had a chance to sit down with my accountant and get it figured out. But suffice it to say, the tax burden is going to be substantial and people are not ready for it. That's going to come to a head in early 24. Number two, 
the situation with the FBI is going to come to a head. Notice how they're talking about impeaching Merrick Garland, but you don't hear a lot about impeaching Chris Ray or cleaning out the agency. In fact, they just de they just funded the FBI to build their building in Annapolis, Maryland, which is bigger than the Pentagon. Last week, they funded it. All of these things are happening concurrently, and they're all going to come to culmination points. Now, I, I'd like to say I think the federal government's going to collapse long before any of this happens. But I think what's going to happen is, and this goes, let's go back to the Jamie Diamond, Black, BlackRock, Epstein, ESG agreement that was made a month ago now. Notice how everyone's silent on ESG. Notice how everyone's silent about what BlackRock's doing. BlackRock has denounced ESG, just like Jamie Diamond did a year ago at Davos. So it means that Jamie Dimon and Fink and the powers at all have made an agreement in the background that there's not going to be ESG, there's going to be a digital dollar, and then there's going to be a digital payment system, but we're not sure what that's going to look like. Again, no good bankers. There's no one in New York in the financial system that is on the side of America or on the side of preserving our way of life. It's all about preserving the status quo for them. Keep that in mind. So there's been a lull in the activity since mid-June when all this was signed. Here we are mid-July. And we're starting to see what? A lull again. It's too quiet. And my guess is, and the way that I'm reading that reading the situation is that these agreements were signed. Now they're trying to decide what to do next. While they're trying to decide that, they're trying to figure out how to resuscitate the system because a lot of avenues of approach have been shut down over the last 12 months, meaning their money laundering operations, their trafficking operations, their bio labs, and a number of different sources that they were using to generate the next pandemic, to generate the next vaccine, all of those have been thwarted almost at the beginning. They're still in the process of use, using Musk and, and working with China to build a social scoring system using Twitter. And don't kid yourself. X slash Twitter is WeChat for America. Musk has been saying for almost two years now that he wants to make Twitter into WeChat because they use it for everything. It's awesome. Yeah, that's a ruse, folks. They're basically playing you to get you to sign up for a Chinese social scoring system. And there's a lot of there's a lot of consternation right now about China's capabilities and what their capabilities are for the social scoring system. Let me just put it in black and white. Their social scoring system allowed them to clamp down with a zero COVID policy and murder thousands of their own people that could have opposed them. Their social scoring system allowed them to shut people off financially so they couldn't eat, move, or work literally in seconds as 174,000 people were on their way to protest. They shut them all down at the same time. Do not think for one second that if X turns into WeChat, they will not have the same capability to do that here. They have spent the better part of four years building the infrastructure through COVID money to do the social scoring system. 
And even though it was under the guise of these digital passports and these vaccine passports in the beginning, they have just shifted to another mechanism to instill the social scoring system as well as the control grid. They are not going to give up until the system completely crashes. Now, some good things that have happened along the way, as I said, the, the cultural narrative has shifted to the point where, and I said this a year ago, we've taken the cultural narrative back and they're not getting it back. You're seeing the downstream second and third order effects of that. Disney, Disney World and Disneyland are fucking ghost towns because people are fed up with the grooming. You're seeing Disney movies losing money at an unprecedented rate. You're seeing the Washington Post. You're seeing the New York Times losing money at an unprecedented rate. CNN losing money, losing viewers. Same with Fox. People are tired of the status quo. They've been tired of the status quo. And the silent majority is starting to speak now with their wallets, with their feet, and with their voices. All of those mean they are not going to win. Does that mean we have a tough road ahead of us? Yes, it does. But all of these things will reach a culmination point probably within the next six months. I thought for sure it was going to be this month, but I was completely wrong. The resiliency and the apathy of Americans is unbelievable. But like the first Revolutionary War, there's only 3% of the population that participated. It wasn't the whole population. And we have an opportunity to drive a, drive a stake through their heart through doing several key things. One, pay with cash. Two, buy gold and silver. Three, and most importantly, disconnect from social media. Don't give social media the airtime. And that includes Telegram. That includes that includes uh, True Social, Rumble. You can take a break from it. Now, I'm not in this to be rich and famous. That's not what I'm in this for. I'm in this to wake people up. I'm in this to prep people for what's coming. I don't care about the other side of this. In fact, I hope when all this is done, I can go back to a quiet life and live my life and and, and be there for my kids. That's That's what I really want. We'll see what that looks like. But at the end of the day, what matters, especially what matters right now, is that you're thinking ahead, you're watching what's going on, because I think over the next several months, you're going to start to see things hit a culmination point. And we already have in certain areas, like we fit the debt ceiling, we can't go any higher than that. We've, we've hit the culmination point where people are fed up with the, the current status quo in the Uniparty. They're fed up with it, more than fed up with it. And I posted an article, um, or it was an interview that uh, McGregor did a couple weeks ago um, on P PBD podcast. And it's it's two hours long, but it's it's he's spot on. He talks about China's capabilities. He talks about the Ukraine war. He talks about the situation in D.C. He talks about the situation with replacing Biden. And, you know, he agrees. He agrees with me. We're not making it to 24. 
whatever whatever system they're going to try and put in place is going to fall apart because it's falling apart around them and they don't have words to describe it. They don't have words to describe what they want the system to look like, let alone how they're going to fix the system. You're seeing a bunch of control freaks and addicts trying to resuscitate a system that died almost two years ago. And now they've lost the cultural fight and they don't know what to do with themselves. Why do you think you're seeing so many people around the Clintons and Obama starting to die off? Because you can't outrun the truth. You can't outrun your crimes. No matter how you try and cut it, no matter how you try and escape it, you cannot outrun it. That is literally the piece that most people forget about. And it's it's really important to realize that when this comes out, it's already started. Once this all comes out and you're seeing the stuff against Biden is not being it's not being released by people on the right, not being released by conservatives. It's being released by people within the Democratic Party on the left that are trying to take Biden out of office so they can replace it with replace him with somebody like Newsom or worse, wholesome, or Whitmer, but it's probably Newsom. It's probably being done by Gavin Newsom's people. I'm talking about the disclosures that are going to be, that are going to come out of conservative camps, somebody who's got the doomsday tapes, and somebody does have the doomsday tapes. Because remember, there's more than one Epstein Island. There are literally hundreds of Epstein Islands around the world. This is a planetary issue. Child trafficking, child molestation, child rape, and child dismemberment, child torture. This is a worldwide phenomenon. It affects every strata of our society. It doesn't affect just one part of our society. It affects every part of our society. And it is a it is a problem that is so pervasive that you literally cannot define it in one paragraph. It's that pervasive. And you have people like the Clintons that have profited and set up entire systems to launder money and move children out of Myanmar, out of Burma, you name it. There's a host of countries that they're operating out of. They've installed governments that are favorable to allow them to harvest children. And now people are starting to question that and question the narrative around the Clintons. Like, why the fuck are so many people dying? There's an interview on PBD that he did with Anthony Weiner. I'll see if I can pull it up and find it. But I'm telling you, Anthony Weiner's his his response. I mean, literally, his response is priceless because, first of all, he gets he gets offensive. He gets he 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 goes on the offense. And literally what they're trying to ask is, you know, people are starting to ask the question about the Clintons. And people are people are starting to wonder why it is that, you know, the the Clintons, et cetera, there's so many people dying around the Clintons. And there it is. Episode 287 of PBD podcast is is Anthony Weiner. I'll post it. I'll post it in the channel. You should watch the whole thing. It's about an hour 55, hour 52, something like that. It's almost two hours. 
and it is wow. He has a meltdown, and you the the reason why he has a meltdown is that, and this goes to show this is this is the type of people that we're dealing with. Wiener's an addict. He's a sex addict. He's a he's a he's addicted to children. Let me say it again. He's addicted to children. And when he's he's reading, there's a part where he reads to him, you like to you like to court underage girls. He doesn't even bat an eye. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is knowing your enemy is part of this process. What you see in this interview, just like what you see in McGregor, is you're seeing a shift in the narrative that they can't control. They literally thought that they had complete control of the media, complete control of information, and that they were never going to be held accountable. Now they're being called on the part on the carpet in public, and they don't know what to do with it. Because the control grid that they put in place decades ago using the mainstream media, legacy, social media is falling apart because of alternative media. And it's falling apart faster. And you're only going to see it accelerate and this the, the mainstream media fall apart even faster. It's because people have figured out that what they've been told is a lie. And you're seeing the truth come out more and more and more and more and more. And this is the truth that matters because it's not it's not the left going after Biden to replace Biden with somebody more awful. This is the truth coming out of alternative media that has forever changed the cultural narrative, that's forever changed the system, and that's that's driving the system to a culmination point that's probably within the next three to four months, would be my guess. But I'm gonna say six months to a year, because these these people have been able to hang on with unbelievable resiliency for the last year. I thought this was going to implode last October. But I don't mind being wrong about the time frame. Because while this is going on, people are are just living their lives. They're waiting for this to happen. And it gives you more time and more reprieve to go out and not just live your life, but to go out and actually do something outside of this and politics, et cetera, and re replenish stuff you've used and get your logistics in order for when all this actually happens. How it happens, I don't know. I've been asked several times, how do you think this is going to develop? I don't know. I don't know what the catalyst is going to be, but you can bet there's going to be a catalyst that drives all this moving forward. And it'll be a catalyst probably that nobody had thought of. But people are ready to snap. The vitriol, the anger, it's all there. And it's it's all it's all right in people's faces. They're, they're, you're not gonna outrun this. So whenever this kicks off, whatever it kicks off into, it, it's it's going to happen quickly. And the system's going to deteriorate at an accelerated pace. That's just that's just the way it goes. And most people don't realize that when this kicks off, that things will happen quickly. And you'll be disoriented. You'll, you'll be trying to play catch up, but you will. You'll, you'll catch up. But there's going to be a host of people that are. 
in those three financial tiers I was talking about, the the lowest tier is that they don't have any resources. They're going to be caught up in this and disoriented. At the top tier, half are going to be caught up. The other half are going to be prepared. That's the nature of the beast. My point is with all of this is that use the time we have right now. Pay attention to the disclosures that are coming because they are coming and pay attention to what those disclosures are. Because I think if I read the tea leaves, right. And this disclosure about this, this sous chef being found in Obama's pond, the next thing that's going to come out is that there was some kind of relationship between Obama and this guy or Michael and this guy. And I'm not sure where that's going to come out, but there'll be some proof attached to it or probably some pictures attached to it. Whatever the case may be, there's going to be disclosure around that. You can't outrun the truth. You can't outrun what you've done. You just can't. And the Clintons have done so many bad things. They have literally tipped the balance. And the, for lack of a better word, the karmic cycle, they've, they've tipped that so far out of balance that it has to, it has to correct now. And you're going to see that happen quickly. So the live chat on, on the administrative side, the live chat went very, very well. Um, I'm going to do another one on Wednesday. I've asked Lieutenant Colonel Conrad if he can join on Wednesday afternoon. I'm looking at uh, five o'clock Wednesday afternoon to do an, an, another live chat with him. And uh, I, I like the format because people can ask me questions on the fly. Kind of hard to keep up with the chat when people are really going after it. Um, I wanted to publicly thank um, Casey Defense for offering to send me a headset. Really appreciate it. Uh, I, I don't need it right now, but I appreciate it. I appreciate all the kind words from everyone. I absolutely appreciate the prayers for, for my family and for um, my team. I really appreciate that. And, and I appreciate the fact that, that uh, folks are asking us uh, poignant questions. We get the same questions over and over, but you know now having a group, another yet another group put together to do and and do some analysis and feet and field questions. I, I I can't tell you how much that I appreciate the kind words around that. So look for that this week. Um, this week, today I'm actually going to end with something way different than what I have been um, ending with. And this guy's been around for 40 years and he, uh, <laughs> it's interesting how uh, this song has been around. This song has 610 million downloads, 610 million. And it, it's interesting that, um, well, I'll just put it this way. I think it's poignant for today because it's one of those feel-good songs that doesn't really mean much, but it goes with the craziness because this song's been around forever. And this is completely out of my wheelhouse, but it, I think it's fitting for today. So with without further ado, I'm going to play a little Sweet Caroline by Neil Diamond. Again, not in my wheelhouse, but 
fitting for today because this is one of those songs that most people listen to and they don't even realize they're listening to it. But uh, it's been around forever. So here's Sweet Caroline. God bless. One team, one fight. I can't begin to knowing But then I know it's growing strong Wasn't the spring And spring became the summer Who'd have believed you'd come along Touching hands Reaching out Touching me Touching you Touching more 